the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Is it Tuesday already? Is it time for another week of the Andrea K Show? Not quite a full week because it is Tuesday, but another week indeed. Hopefully you guys had a fantastic 4th of July celebrating the nation's independence. In spite of the sad news of the violence that took place across this country, not uh, in, in, including Highland Park, which actually I don't think was even the most violent location of deadly shootings across the country. We are going to be discussing that and more on tonight's Andrea K. Show. Super glad to have you guys here with me. Um, hopefully you and your doggies fared and enjoyed yourself some all kinds of in- good snackies. I know I myself had a corn dog and my gator got some extra, extra yummy snacks as we celebrated the birth of our nation. I'm back though, rested and ready to kick it off for another week here and glad to have you join me. 888-344-1170 is the call in number tonight. 888-344-1170. Congressman Andy Biggs will be back with us. And he will be here to share um, the disturbing news of what's going on. The, the, as if the border isn't bad enough, what steps is the Biden administration taking that nobody's been talking about that's about to make it even worse? And he's going to be here to share that, that story with you guys. And then later on, we've got some breaking news out of New York that it has to do with New York State's response to the SCOTUS ruling last week in which the Supreme Court said, or a week before last, in which the Supreme Court said, hold up, you do not have the right under the Constitution to force anybody to have to justify to you probable cause for owning a firearm. Well, then what did New York come back and say you have to prove? These topics and more on tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before I go any further, I got to bring in this man. We know he celebrated yesterday and joined the, uh, all the uh, yummy food that we typically eat on barbecues and 4th of July. Of course, I'm talking about my man, DJ Potato Skins. This is about a gentleman whose heart is so big. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. His uh, approach is so authentic that it's undeniable. Undeniable barbecued hamburgers and hot dogs. There you go. Had and me. fireworks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm seeing reports that there's lots of runaway pets on the 4th of July. I, I made sure that Gator would never have the opportunity to run off. Uh, so, you know, it makes me sad that there are pets that weren't secured and they're off. And hopefully they're going to be recovered. That, unfortunately, is not the worst story that took place in this country. There were... Uh, I think um, 50 people shot in New York City, seven dead, or maybe it was seven dead in Chicago amid uh, 40-something people being shot. The, we actually had more people shot, by the way, in New York City over the weekend as well as in Chicago over, over the weekend than we did in Highland Park, believe it or not. 
So there was a mass shooting, mass shooting number 309 for the year of 2022. Who knows that stat? How many people today knew that the Highland Park mass shooting and a mass shooting as defined by four or more victims, that was the 309th that's taken place in 2022. Why are we only, and, and that begs the question, why the focus on this one? Why, why is it that nobody even knows that there's been 309? People think mass shootings, they think Uvalde recently, they think Buffalo recently, and now they think this. They don't, they're not even including New York City and Chicago. When I first heard of this mass shooting, um, I didn't know details in terms of who, what, when, and how, names, and kind of those types of particulars. But here's what we knew before we knew anything about it. We knew the shooter was not MAGA or NRA. Skins, can you think of a time in which one of these mass shootings was done by an NRA member? I cannot. No. Can you think of a time in which any of these were done by a MAGA hat wearing Uh, person? I cannot. Nope. We also knew that uh, the city in which it happened had some of the strictest gun laws in the nation. We also knew before we knew it that he was known to law enforcement. We also knew before we knew it that he came from a miserable home devoid of love, God, and one that ignored warnings, signs. We also knew before we knew it that this young man had spent many hours on the internet consuming and spreading hate filled with violent images and videos. We also knew before we knew it that he really had no friend group. We also knew before we knew it that at the age of 19, 20, that he apparently had no job of any kind, including having the job of being a full-time student trying to work towards a, a future of some kind. So why, if we knew before we knew it, and every bit of everything that I just laid out is exactly what we know about the shooter. It's the M.O. It's the M.O. And and why can we now, it's almost like we're all FBI profilers, right? It's like we all know who the profile is of these, these young men. So why would we know it before we know it? Because this character, these young men that are doing this, are, were almost designed by the Democrat Party. We don't have a gun problem in America. We have a cultural problem in America. And nobody, and none of them want to admit it today. Not one of them wants to admit it. In fact, some of these people, the mayor of Highland Park, when asked, she continued to push gun control, continued to push gun control, in spite of the fact that one of the person, I think it was on CBS this morning, I don't remember his name, good-looking African-American guy with glasses, he was the only one that said to her, hey, uh, what about these social media post what about how could his family had to have seen something because this dude was pushing out he basically was was telling people that he was going to do this including including his most recent video was of decapitations people knew who this what this kid was about this young man and she still said no the issue was guns the issue has nothing to do with society what this profile is this character these young men are they are a result of decades of the left's attempts to destroy the family unit to remove God from society, to teach kids that all that matters are their feelings. We This is a part of the idea that uh, everyone deserves a medal, so you don't have to work for anything, the sense of entitlement, sense of laziness, that there's no right or wrong. This is from a culture now where college campuses had, had what were they called, uh, snowflake rooms where they had uh, on college campuses, this is going back a few years, you know, where they had these rooms set up where, you know, if, if you got some bad news somewhere, you could go and huddle in a corner 
right? Light a candle and snuggle in a blanket like you're four years old. The left pushed to get young people addicted to devices that are loaded up with pornography, violent games. We've got from, and, and violence, we've, we've got a media, a school, an information system, whether it's uh, the big tech or whether it's our, our mainstream media, news outlets, the entertainment industry, every bit of it pushing um, the identity politics mantras of, of division and hate, the anti-Americanism that spewed. It's no wonder when you're spewing this kind of crap all day, when you take God out of society, when you pound a kid all day long in school to hate this country, to hate their fellow man, to hate the kid sitting next to him for whatever reason, because maybe the kid next to him lives in a nicer house, or maybe the kid next to him is a different skin color. When you, when you, when you fill their heads all day long, these software, these, these devices are loaded with software programs specifically designed to get these kids addicted to the devices and pump them with violent images all day long that includes pornography. What do you expect's going to happen? When we, when we, uh, don't, uh, when we don't have parents anymore paying attention to their kids in the home anymore either. We've destroyed the idea of what parents are supposed to be doing. That's a part of destroying the family unit. When we have got, when we have a culture now that celebrates crime by certain people, right? We have a culture of crime in this country. We've got no bail policies. We've got violent offenders being let out. We've got people that like the, like the young man in LA who literally steered his car to run over a woman and, and her baby in a, in a buggy. And he got what, two, two, two months or something. He was, because he was 17 should have been tried as an adult for attempted murder of two people. Instead, he got two months in like a halfway house. When you've got domestic terrorist organizations like black lives matter and Antifa, not only getting away with, but being encouraged, enabled and rewarded for burning down entire neighborhoods. When you've got that kind of violent criminal culture going on in our country, then we can expect that this is the kind of individual that we're going to churn out. If we are a factory, think of it as a factory. If we are, as society, a factory that's putting out citizens, everything that I just described has been with the Democrat Party has been about churning out onto the streets. And then, of course, when this happens, then it gives them the excuse to take our freedoms away. It gives them the manufactured crisis that they want, that they've been wanting for decades to take our guns away from us. I want you to hear clip number two from Philly Mayor Skins. If I had the ability to take care of guns, I would. But the legislature won't let us. The U.S. Congress won't let us. Um, The governor does the best that he can. Our attorney general does the best that he can. But this is a gun country. It's crazy. We're the most armed country in the world history and we're one of the least safest so you know until americans decide that they want to give up the guns and give up the opportunity to get guns we're going to have this problem until we give up the opportunity to have guns until we become mexico you think they're safe in mexico i don't even want to go to rosarita beach because of the gangs 
and their wage of terror across that country. And they want us equally vulnerable here in the United States. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in our favorite congressman, Andy Biggs, who's going to be here. Might have to put him through a lightning round because we've got a few different things to hit him with. We know that he fights for our freedoms every day, unlike a lot of others in Congress, Liz Cheney. Stay tuned. we got more Andrea K. Show coming on up. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We're going to continue to share some new information, more information about the Highland Park shooter. And the question uh, that I'm wondering now is if he's been charged with uh, seven counts of murder, I'm beginning to wonder whether or not the dad should be charged We're going to share uh, the information that leads me to be questioning that in our next segment. We're going to shift gears right now because I was talking at the end of that last segment about this Highland Park shooter and how we don't have a gun problem. We have a cultural problem that includes a crime wave in our country that's being perpetuated and encouraged, enabled and advanced by the left. And that includes our southern border in this country, of which we are importing everything from terrorists to human traffickers and child traffickers and drug runners and more. And one of the one of the few people in Congress actually doing something to help us with that is Congressman Andy Biggs. And he joins me now. Hello, Congressman. Welcome back. Andrea, it's great to be with you. You're always doing such a great job. Oh, thank great you. Job. Thank you. I think we need to isolate that and play that on repeat. Producer Noah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to violate some radio rules here, Congressman Biggs. It's supposed to be like one topic per segment because people, you know, um, you know, for a variety of reasons. But, uh, you know, I don't get to get you on as often as I would like. I do want to start. So I'm going to hit you up on a, on a couple topics quickly. Um, I want to start, though, with with the border. Uh, Mayorkas has, has said today we're doing a great job down there. Your response. Um, he's doing a great job if he wants an absolutely open border where terrorists can come in, mm-hmm. where women, children, and others can be sexually violated. It's inhumane. It's not counting the cost of, of the criminality. He's not costing, uh, counting the cost of, of the drug overdoses. I mean, this, this, we've lost our sovereignty. We have totally lost mm-hmm. our border. Uh, and these guys should be impeached. Yeah, their Breitbart is reporting today 476,000 migrant gotaways, over uh, almost half a million uh, just in 2022 so far. This is by design. And then on top of it, so they've got, we're being completely flooded with all kind of bad guys. We know it even includes terrorists, which is why I'm sure you know that there's an 8,000 square foot facility set up in Tijuana, not far from me. Uh, to aid and abet them. And of course, the Biden administration has also removed any restrictions from stopping anybody who was once a part of the Iranian Republican Guard, right, from coming into this country. So it's incredibly horrifying. At the same time that I now see that you are leading the charge to get some answers from the Biden administration as to what's going on with a purge of immigration judges. What's happening there? Well, they fired 11 Trump-appointed immigration judges who... uh, we we what we assume is flat out for political reasons. I mean, these guys, these men and women, they're very qualified, and um, they're doing their job. And what they're doing is they're finding when you have a bogus asylum claim, you need to be removed, and so they'll they'll issue those orders. And uh, this administration doesn't like that, so they fired him. We want to know why. 
Well, clearly they don't. Um, there's nothing about the left, or uh, how do I say it? Um, the opposite of that. The, in order for the left to get their agenda across, they have to destroy the rule of law in this country. That's why they're so upset at the Supreme Court for actually, you know, going back and, and, and implementing the U.S. Constitution and, and giving states the rights to make decisions and give, really giving the individuals at the states the rights uh, to have control over what's happening in our country. There's everything about the Democrat Party is about destroying the rule of law, tearing and in the course of doing so, tearing apart the fabric of our nation. And um, it, it, one of the and, and today Arizona's in the news also because in, in, in accordance with that plan, Arizona exercising their right as a state says, you know what, we have the right as a state to, to craft election laws that our citizens want. So Arizona decides, y'all decide y'all want to do voter ID. And here comes the Department of Justice saying not so fast. Yeah, that's right. And and uh, we have a citizenship requirement here. And we've, we've had it uh, for a long time. So we have got to take this matter now we have to file a lawsuit we're going to have to carry this on up all the way to the u.s supreme court no doubt because we're in the crazy wacky left leaning ninth circuit as are you of course and and um this is part and parcel of what you just have been describing it's a dismantling it's a takeover every institution including elections and they want to turn us into a one-party uh communist state i mean i I mean you used to just talk about it as an authoritarian type of regime but but really they're trying to everything from the energy prices going way up and on all this inflation and they're not handling it they're not trying to handle it they're uh, um, the the border issues all of these issues go to make us into this is their proletariat revolution right now and they mm-hmm. want to turn us into i believe a communist state well you're the what you're the i think the only congressperson i've heard be willing to say it just that flat out straight up and that's exactly what it is and we need more of that instead what we've got is this jan 6 talk about a communist state the persecution Mm. and prosecution of american citizens strictly because they dare to question the outcome of an election and and including some of the same people like who who, who, uh what's jamie fisk isn't that raskin or whatever his name is Raskin. raskin just in 2016 he was trying to stop the certification of electors involving trump and now they're trying to stop trump from being reelected. we've got people in in uh, gulags in the united states for basically doing the same thing that raskin yeah did. no that's exactly right and just hey uh, you know andrea there's also lots of videos out there of all the hollywood elites saying we know we're going to have to stop this uh, when trump won they wanted to stop it they wanted to delay the seating of the electors. They wanted to investigate whether Russia uh, had had anything to do with that. When we, when our side said that we want to get to the bottom of this and know what was going on, all of a sudden you have people that, that are starting to go to jail. You've got, we've got uh, people in Arizona who did a, a second uh, electors slate, and they're, they've all been subpoenaed by the Department of Justice. They're in, in criminal jeopardy. That's what happens in a Soviet-style state where the police apparatus at the federal level is free to attack and goes on a political witch hunt against political enemies of the regime. And that's what you're seeing today. 
Well, yeah, and when um, at the same time they're telling us that was the most fair election that's ever happened in the history of the world, they're trying to stop election integrity measures. There's no benign reason for right. why they don't want Arizona to have voter ID than to make it make it to, than to provide a pathway for fraud. And it and it should be a reminder to everybody as we're going into these midterms that our that our elections are not safe. The Democrats know, Congressman Biggs, that they cannot sell their agenda with truth, facts, or data. They know that they know the poll number that the Harvard Harris poll that came out today that's seventy percent of uh, the American people said Joe Biden should not run in 2024, and only 30% of it said it had anything to do with age. Almost 50% said, because he's doing a dang, a, a dang bad job, right? Um, yeah, so they well, know, right. right, so they know that they they can't win on their record. They know that they can't win when their own advisor was on TV the other day saying gas prices have to stay high. We've got to get over it because this is how we're going to get the liberal world order in. So that being said, uh, you know, I don't have any trust that our elections are going to be fair going in the midterms. Do you? I, I'm viewing it with skepticism. I'm, I'm hoping that enough states have cleaned up their problems. I know Arizona, we thought we'd clean up a lot of our problems, and we didn't do everything we wanted to. But uh, this fight now with Department of Justice on, on the voter ID issue is just one more effort to get around uh, a, a very transparent and fair election. And so I tell people, we're going to have to overwhelm them, just yes. flat out overwhelm them and, and, and make sure that we are watching everything. We're videotaping, we're or videoing, we're recording everything we possibly can. Make sure we have observers at every step of the uh, election process. Because if we don't, uh, it, 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 it certainly seems ripe for um, cheating, because nobody likes what's happening in this country today, um, except for uh, Marxist leftist. Nobody does. Right. They're, they're, and that's why I'm scared that they're going to cheat. And you're absolutely right. What we need to do is we need to be active, active, active at the ground level. We as conservatives are used to just thinking we had the luxury of our activism um, being just going to vote on Election Day. And that's not the case anymore. We need to be volunteering. We need to be working. We need to be going and door knocking. We need to be investigating who's running for office. And um, when we hear this North Carolinian woman, I think it was, was it South Carolina. I don't remember which from the Carolinas where she's talking to a prisoner in jail, Congressman Biggs. Yeah, North Carolina. North Carolina. And she's telling him, look, we need yeah. some sleepers. We need some sleepers, man. We need some Democrats to be running at the local level right. and, you know, infiltrating. And then she's talking about how she needs some duffel bag you know, boys using drug money um, d- donated to her campaign. Look, there is nothing that these you're right that they're communist. They think the end justifies the means and they would do anything that they can to steal the elections. And we just can't let it happen. We have to get active and active and active here in San Diego County. We've got a, a, lots of different ways that people can sign up and work at the at the polling stations and and otherwise get involved. And that includes ballot harvesting. We need we if ballot harvesting is legal in the state of California, we need to get involved in it. I don't know what happened in Arizona after the audit was done. And it was clear that by far more than the margin that of that which Biden supposedly won were a lot of illegitimate votes that were counted from people that had voted multiple times or voted out of district. And they were just included in a recount, and those electoral votes were allowed to stand. Did, was it did did the uh, did the bad voter rolls did the did the new measures that were put in place take care of any of that? Um, it's attempting to, but you still have some some of the same problems 
like uh, just widespread mail-in ballots. Eighty-five percent of Arizona is going to vote by mail, and that's a dangerous thing, of course. Um, and then the, on the ba- on the audit itself, they never really were able to finish the audit because the county never gave them all of the data. Uh, That's and right. the computer records that they that they wanted. So That's right. so it's it almost impossible to clear, find out exactly where the problems were and clean them up so we can have a, a clean election in 2022. But I mean, they're doing some things right. I mean, I, I don't think they should have any drop boxes, but they're going to have a few and they're going to be um, supposedly under 24 hour surveillance in buildings. So uh, in government buildings. So we'll see how that goes. But we need to have people stay, basically staking them out and watching them, make mm-hmm. sure everything's on the up and up. You know, I mean, you know, you don't want the 2,000 mules to come true again. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, last question. So Liz Cheney, I can't bear to play this clip of this woman because I can't stand to hear her voice. She's basically saying that the DOJ needs to prosecute Trump. Um, what can you share with us about about what's going on? maybe behind the scenes or with the house, how likely that that is that that, that, that attempt might be made? Well, um, I, I don't think Benny Thompson necessarily wants that, but most of the members of that J6 committee want, want that. They want to prosecute Trump. They want to prosecute me. They want to prosecute uh, some, some of us to make examples out of us because that's what an authoritarian uh, regime does. I, I don't know that Merrick Garland, as mad as he is and as crazy as he is, I don't know that he really goes that far. But um, that would be that would be probably a bridge too far um, for for even Merrick Garland. Well, I hope, we, I, I hope so because to, that 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 Peter Navarro was frog marched, dragged uh, out of his yes. and, yeah, Terrible. and and there was he would he was happy to come in. They they they. In, Intentionally did it to him at an airport. To I mean, they are really wanting to make a, a display and a show and if, uh, out of this, and meant and it's meant to uh, frighten people into silence, into submission, uh, to make people think twice before running for office. It's to stop yep. somebody who's courageous like yourself from being courageous and speaking out. And and I thank you for standing up against them. And you know, and you know who else did too is I think uh, Clarence Thomas's wife, Jenny Thomas. She was like, "Give me, you got to give me yep. a better reason before I show up." So, hat tip to her. Yep, Jenny's do, Jenny's doing great. But this this is look. I, I'm working on a project that I call uh, "Governed by Terror," and that's what they're doing here. This mm-hmm. is this is really it on every institutional level where they want to terrorize people and ostracize them. And and quite frankly, we have we have political prisoners in Washington D.C. today. Um, and and probably in other places around the country too. But the but the reality is we have got to be aware, be awake, and and work um, like there's no tomorrow. Because if if we don't, there will be no tomorrow. And there won't be. You're absolutely right. And that's why, um, other than you and a handful of other Republicans, I'm just not hearing uh, enough out of the current uh, Republican Party about about ending this if they take power. And so what I, I want everybody to get active and go work the polls, but I also want you to be holding people accountable and asking the right questions of people running for office. Um, there's still primaries going on, is my understanding. So yeah. um, we need we need to be forcing those that want to r- run for office and represent us in Washington uh, 
Uh, we need to be we need to be demanding answers and demanding accountability. There's absolutely no excuse for why Donald Trump is facing possible prosecution and Hunter Biden and Joe Biden for all the crimes and corruption and grift and graft are walking around just like Hillary Clinton, who got away with her crimes. It's absolutely despicable to me, Congressman Biggs. But thank you. I've kept you over. I appreciate you so, so much for being here and for all you do for for our freedoms. Yep. Thank you, Andrea. We'll talk soon. All righty. Take good care. All right. Now, stay tuned. We are going to shift back to Highland Park because I'm wondering tonight why why uh, Crimo's daddy isn't also facing charges. And I will explain when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K. on The Answer, San Diego. about tomorrow okay don't stop because it'll soon be here okay (laughs) it'll be here here better than before okay yesterday is gone yesterday is gone okay it's gone (laughs) and listen full stop it is gone Mm mm-hmm yeah that's some sound from tonight's uh highland park illinois visit from kamala harris i mean (laughs) she (laughs) <laughs> yeah look I, I you know my heart is breaking for these family family members of I and they of Highland Park um there's a reports that this toddler was roaming around um aimlessly both his parents were killed they needed something better than Kamala Harris visit okay who probably said something as insensitive and inane as that clip that we played in fact this is the same woman that was down at Essence, at the Essence Festival in New Orleans. And behind her, the backdrop, they had misspelled Louisiana. <laughs> Hi, does nobody in this White House, do they not have spell check? Does she have no staff? What did she, did she run down to Kinko's like on her way, like out in Kenner? She lands the plane and she's got to, oh, I need to stop at Kinko's. Let me whip something out real quick on her way in off veterans. What? How does that happen? It's absolutely ridiculous. Kennedy said it right. Senator Kennedy of Louisiana, he said our country was founded by geniuses and is being run by absolute idiots. Absolute idiots. Uh, so this Highland Park story. Um, Highland Park, by the way, one of the things I said that we knew before we knew it was that, of course, when we heard about the shooting, that this had happened in a city with the strictest gun laws, uh, some of the strictest gun laws in this country. And, of course, that is Highland Park. Um the they had and, and actually one of their gun laws had actually made it, its way to the Supreme Court in 2015. Uh, the leaders of the town actually had banned, quote, assault rifles in 2013, including AR-15s and AK-47s. Um, the ban that ban um, saw some legal action and it actually ended up being ultimately appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court, um, who actually said that the lower court, they denied the hearing in 2015. And of course, that was before Trump. You know, that was, you know, before Trump's uh, Supreme Court nominees. But they allowed the lower court to rule that the ban could remain in place. So the Supreme Court in 2015 said the lower court that said that you could keep this ban in place, that remains. Um, It was a ban on assault weapons and large capacity magazines. Oh, no, this is what the lower court said about at the time. They said a ban on assault weapons and large capacity magazines might not prevent shootings in Highland Park where they already um, are rare, but it may reduce the carnage if mass shooting occurs. Well, you know, this is that's one gun law that didn't uh, stop anything from happening, right? 
Neither did this new bipartisan bill that was just um, uh, done by Cornyn out of Texas and a few others. Um, in addition, here's a little slap in the face for the Highland Park. Uh, you know, and, and, and let me tell you, it, Highland Park is largely Democrat. Um, they are largely a city that believes in gun control and actually, you know, are probably good hearted Americans who probably actually hold the belief that gun control can stop that it's a gun control problem, not a cultural problem, to the degree to where they actually had had um, they, uh, uh, an activist, um, they're very activist as a group, and they actually recently had a community art action against gun violence event. And some of the, and this is where it just gets sad, some of the uh, art from that installation was still on display Monday. So that the the art installation against gun violence is on display in a town that that is heavily under gun control and it didn't stop this young man from shooting up the town. So you would think that people would go, you know what? Gee, our gun control measures aren't stopping anything. Maybe it's deeper than that. Maybe we live in a free society and you know what? With freedom comes also the the chance that you might get, um, you know, um, hit and killed by somebody drunk driving, right? Or maybe maybe living in a free society means that, you know, you're going to be free to go to an amusement park and you're going to die on a roller coaster. There's lots of different ways that, you know, we're all starting to go off on it. I don't want to sound insensitive, but at some point we've got to stop the insanity of rushing to take freedoms away from law-abiding citizens under the course of um, the exploitation of those who've been victimized. Let's talk about the family, right? As a part of their gun laws in Highland Park, there's something called a firearms owner identification card process that has to take place, particularly those, I believe, under 21. Here's what went on with his family. In September of 2019, this this young man at that point three years ago would have been 17. He was already so deranged, already so full of hate and evil that he had threatened the lives of his family, including his father. Cops are called in September of 2019. The um, dad, there's no, no, they, the cops leave. They don't arrest him because nobody is willing to file charges against him. A couple months later, the kid wants to get a firearm. And the dad actually signs on the FOID card, the firearm ownership identification card, basically co-signed for him. And that's how this kid, at that point, I don't know if he might have turned 18. I believe he had turned 18 at that point. So instead of the knee-jerk reaction to be to take guns away from law-abiding citizens and prevent them the ability to defend themselves, maybe he should be prosecuted. If I co-sign a loan for you, Skins, or you co-sign a loan for me, and I don't pay the bills, who you get you get on the hook for, right? That's why it's always very very tricky when someone co-signs for somebody because if they, if they ultimately can't pay for it, you are responsible. What's the point of this person signing here for this card if it's not to basically say at, at, that you know you're you're signing that this person has the ability or the capability or the wherewithal or whatever? You're basically providing credibility to this to this firearms purchase. And he did this knowing, not only knowing that I can't even wrap my head around this. Some people are saying, oh, I get it, dad. You in order you're trying to appease this kid. So you're like, hey, this kid's threatened to to, to kill me. I'm going to you know, I'm going to give him what he wants and I'm going to sign off on him getting this firearm so he can go and use it against somebody else. I don't want him using it against me. I mean, it's literally that's the only rational as bad as that is. 
That's the only rational explanation you could think of for why a dad whose kids threatened to kill him with knives, I believe it was at that point, police are called, they confiscate the weapons at that point, and then you're going to turn right around and get this kid a gun? Heck yeah, he should be held responsible for that. No way would I sign my name to anybody getting a gun. No way. No way would I give a gun owner? Uh, 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 no way. Would I? Because that to me would be them assuming responsibility. Speaking of, of responsibility, so Supreme Court... Uh, ruled recently that New York City put a, a, an unconstitutional burden, New York State, on its citizens, forcing them to have to prove that they had cause to get a gun to defend themselves. And that uh, proving cause was an undue, it was unconstitutional and a burden that they shouldn't have, no citizen should have to carry in order to exercise their Second Amendment rights. So, Skins, what do you think the New York decides, okay, well, maybe the citizens legal don't don't have to prove anymore that they have probable cause to defend themselves. But now what do you think the citizens of New York have to prove? You might have already seen it. Did you put I have it? And that's yeah. why I'm, I'm trying yeah. to think of the most insane hear, thing that they're going to have to prove. So I'd rather just have you tell me. Well, it is insane. Uh, now, citizens of New York, in order to get a handgun license, are going to have to verify their, quote, character and conduct. Now you're going to have to prove, which is even worse than proving that you've got a need to defend yourself. Well, that's all subjective. A hundred percent. Prove your character. What kind of character? One of the ways in which you're going to have to prove your character and your conduct is applicants must prove that they, quote, that they have, quote, the essential character, temperament, and judgment necessary to be entrusted with a weapon and to use it only in a manner that does not endanger oneself and others. How vague and subjective can you be? This is even worse. This is New York going, you know what? We don't, you're going to take away our right to demand that somebody prove cause to defend themselves. We're going to double down and go and take it even one step further. Because all it takes is one person to say, yeah, you don't have character. That's all it takes. Yeah, define, define character. Uh, an individuals applying for a license to carry will also be required to provide four character references and take 16 hours of gun safety training and two hours of shooting practice at a range. I don't have a problem necessarily with the gun safety training. No, the, the gun safety training, I think, is smart. 16 hours, uh, you know, could probably be quibbled with. I don't know that you need 16. I mean, that's two full weeks. You know, no, two days, two days. Um, they will be, I, I was thinking work Whoever week. thought you need character references to buy yeah. a gun. And who's and who gets to, to and this whole thing is supposed to be about you proving your character. That how, how do you prove your character references have the character to be a character reference? Okay, so question. So you know, I come at you, I come for you. I say, Andrea, you know, would you be one of my character references? I want to buy a gun. I go out and commit a crime, and so now are you responsible because you signed off? Um, no, this is this is the same thing as signing off on the FOID. What I, I and what the dad did because this is this is just you giving a character reference that hey, this is a good guy. I mean, I guess you could say in a sense. So somebody might be concerned about that and go, "I'm not going to give you a character unless you get their approval." Well, 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 yeah, but you're you're onto something because if I'm in New York and I'm thinking they're going to want my character reference, am I going to be on the hook? Am I going to be personally responsible? Right. But it's also then how do you even know if this whole thing is about you proving your character, then how do you know that your character references are going to be approved and based upon what? Well, one thing that they're going to look at is your last three years of social media accounts. Okay, and what if you don't have social media? 
Well, and they're happy with that, but I guess, I don't know. But the point is they want the social media because they want to see if you've ever worn a MAGA hat. They want to see if you're, if you've ever, they, because you got to remember this all goes back now. That to is those such same, an invasion of privacy. This, well, it's not even about privacy. It's even worse than that. This is, this is the same reason why we were just talking to Congressman Biggs. This is because they want to pack more people into the gulags based upon the fact that they have now declared that 75 million MAGA voters are a bunch of domestic terrorists. How do they define it? Anybody who believes in uh, limited government, and they actually said this as a part of their domestic terrorist program, um, the greatest threat to this country are the right-wing extremists who believe in limited government, who believe that your Second Amendment provides you the right to stand up against a, a government coming against you. This is all about, it's all circles back, it's all a part of the big plan that basically gets to to not only deny us our rights, but transform us into their communist society. I'm past the point of a break. Got to take a break. We come back. 888-344-1170. What do you guys think about this? I mean, on the one hand, this dude in, in Highland Park had all these social media crazy content sites going on. That fires people up. But social media accounts now are going to be used to deny you your rights in New York. What do you think? 888-344-1170. Do you believe social media should be used as a means to stop you from getting a gun? You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Finishing up uh, the first hour here. Um, I, I, I don't. I don't know what the answer is. I mean, clearly, uh, this Highland Park shooter was um, obsessed with the internet and um, pushing out horrendous violent videos the last video he pushed out a few days ago involved decapitations do i think that um that that kind of content should be allowed um i i i hate i'm 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 for first amendment rights um i so i i'm squishy on that to be sure it is because you know um i mean but but by the way you're not allowed to push out anything that that questions Fauci and the shots or therapeutics. You can't put out anything about therapeutics and hydroxychloroquine back two years ago. But you can have this kind of nonsense going on in social media. You've got a. Uh, I think ISIS still has a Twitter account, but Trump doesn't, right? So um, unfortunately, we don't have First Amendment rights anymore. Um, it, if you believe that the that you should have these on these private companies, that's a, that's a topic for another day. The issue is, I don't believe that anything related to your social media should have anything to do with your ability to get guns. Because for the same reason why I'm tired of hearing mental health, mental health, mental health. This was not a mental health. There is a difference between somebody being evil, full of hate. And mental health. He is not. He 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 was aware of what he was doing was right or wrong because he dressed in drag to try to evade the cops. That's consciousness of guilt. You don't get a mental health pass. You're not clinically insane. You don't get. To, you don't get. Um, uh, I'm pleading not guilty on the grounds of insanity. And so I don't like this mental health thing that we're constantly hearing too. Because that justifies the red flag laws, and then anybody in any anybody's wife or girlfriend or husband can go into court and say, you know, on these grounds, I don't want my my girlfriend or whatever to have guns. It's very much a slippery slope. Ultimately, the issue is our culture. That's what's going on here, and why we've got the crime r- r- rise that we do. We're going to take a break. When we come back. We're going to talk a little military with Colonel Kurt Schlichter. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K Show on AM eleven seventy. The Answer, San Diego. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.